parsha is Parsha's Vayera, and we're all familiar with the uh, Mishnah in Pirkei Avis that says that Avram Avinu was tested with uh, ten tests. Saranus Yainus Nisnas Avram Avinu Vaamad Bekulam. Avram Avinu was tested with ten tests, and he withstood all of them. What were these ten tests? What were all ten? See if you can try to list them off. It's a good challenge to do, maybe on the, your Shabbos table with your kids. See if you can figure out what the ten are. It's not very obvious. And the truth is, the Rishayim they disagree. They, there's, there's various uh, opinions about what exactly the ten tests are. We are accustomed to think, which is the, the Ramam says, that the first test was Lech Lecha, and the last test was the Akedah, which is the end of this week's parsha. But not all the Rishonim agree. Some say that the first test was in Ur Kazdim, when uh, Nimrod threw Avram into jail for many years and then threw him into the fire. And others say the last test wasn't the Akedah. The last test was the fact, the fact that he didn't have a place to bury sorrow, even though Hashem promised him Eretz Yisrael to pay the, uh, large amounts of money to buy the land to bury sorrow. So there's differences of opinion, what are the ten, and it's interesting to discuss. But I want to talk about a different question, is what was the need for ten? Why do we need ten? And I'm not focusing on the particular number ten, which obviously has a great significance, but what was the need for multiple Nisyainis? One big one should have done the trick, right? So we tend to think that it was a progression. Lachlacha was the first, and then it worked up and up and up to much greater, and the Akeda was the, you know, the, the magnum opus. That's the, Avinu's greatest accomplishment was the withstanding the Nisayan of sacrificing his own son. And we, we look at them all as tests of faith. Did he trust Hashem? He was ready to leave and follow Hashem's directive. And then the greatest test of faith was obviously listening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's commandment of sacrificing one's own son. And in that way, we look at it as a test. And there's definitely truth to that as well. But Rabbi Ruchim Levavis in Das Tire points out a different way of looking at the Ten Nisyanis. And I feel that the way he looks at it both helps us understand in a lot, much deeper level what the ten Nisyanis were in regard to Avraham Avinu, but also helps us understand how to manage our own Nisyanis, how to look at the own te- the, our own tests that when HaKadosh Baruch was testing us. He says that the need for ten tests, Rabbi Yerucham he says in Das Torah that the need for ten tests was because each test were, was bringing out a different aspect of Avraham Avinu's greatness. It was testing and refining a different part of his character. He says it's possible for a person to be a tzaddik in one way, in one aspect of his character, and yet in another aspect have very little control. He says, you see a person, one person he struggles with anger, struggles with anger, and and... Another person doesn't struggle with that at all. He might be supremely calm and just doesn't get ruffled. He has a lot of patience. And, and so much so that that person who's so supremely calm and, and uh, ish manucha can't even relate to someone else that struggles with patience and with anger. They just, they just don't get angry. Yet, that same person that is so calm and is wonderful and a tzaddik in that way might be very miserly and very difficult for them to part with their money, and not very good at giving tzedakah, and perhaps not so kind. So in one way, they can be a tzaddik, literally a tzaddik, when it comes to self-control with anger and with calm and peace, yet in the other aspect, they're not developed at all. They're, they're very, very, on a very low level. Perhaps even, you could call them a rasha, uh, when uh, it, it, you know, push comes to shove. And he says that's the nature of a human being. A person can have these totally 
conflicting midas, where in one place he's really worked out, and in another place he's not worked out at all. And he says that's what the Torah tells us when we say in Kriyashma, we say, some person, the Gemara explains, some people are very good with their money, some people are very bad with their money, some people are very good with giving up of themselves, but they're not so good with giving up of their money, and other people are good with giving up of themselves, and not their money, etc. So we have different character traits and different natures, and he explains that was the need for ten tests, because one test only demonstrates one part of a person's character. It only reflects on perfection of one aspect of your character. It required a multitude of tests to demonstrate how, or to bring Avraham Avinu to perfection in all aspects of his character. That's what Rabbi Rucham says. Now, keeping that in mind, if we look now and examine the tests of Avraham Avinu in a different light, that... We, we, like I said, we're accustomed to looking at them all at tests of faith. Do, do, do you trust Hashem? Do you believe in Hashem? Are you willing to follow what He says? That's how we looked at all the tests of Avraham Avinu. But really, according to Rabbi Rucham, that's not what it was. It was a bar- battle of character. And what the question really was to Avraham Avinu on many of these tests were, are you ready to let go of what you think is right? Are you ready to abandon what you would much rather do and rather do what, and do what Hashem wants you to do? And that's when it becomes a battle of character improvement, where it becomes a battle of overcoming selfishness and self-righteousness. And it's a very different way to look at the tests of Avraham Avinu. And it, like I said, it'll also help us reflect on our own tests, our own ashamedness that we go through in our life. We tend to look at our own tests when we struggle in our lives, the, as uniquely a question of trust. Life throws us a curveball, and things don't go our way at all, right? And now we have to accept it, and trust Hashem, it's for our best. We lose money, we suffer physically, we suffer emotionally. And all the myriad challenges we face in life, they force us to acknowledge that you, Hashem, you're you're in control, and I trust you, this is for my best. And it's undoubtedly true, that that's a lifelong work, and that's our avayda for our whole lives, to trust Hashem. But I think that there's a lot of energy we put into that, and we don't take it to the next step, which is what Rabbi Yuchim is telling us to do, is that, one second, there's more to this test. Every test Hashem tests us with is coming to perfect and to bring out an aspect of our character, to bring us to the next level of, of, of perfection. And what we perhaps do need to do is to look deep within ourselves and start asking ourselves, what is it that Hashem wants me to change here? The first test that Avraham Avinu was tested, according to the Rambam, was Lach Lecha. And you think about it, and Mepharshim talk about it, what exactly was the test? He, Avraham Avinu is told Lach Lecha by Kaddish Baruch Hu. Now, first of all, there was no question what he needed to do. It's not like, we you know, what does Hashem want from me? What is Hashem thinking? Hashem told him very clearly, Lach Lecha, I want you to do this, I want you to go. And Hashem told him, listen, you're going to become rich, you're going to become famous, you're going to become prosperous, you're going to have children which you don't have, you're going to get Eretz Yisrael. So Hashem made it very clear to him, this is for your best, you're going to get everything that you don't have if you just listen to me and you follow my command. So why is that a test? Right? It doesn't go well with what we typically think as a test of faith. A test of faith is trusting Hashem, this is for our best. A test of faith is trusting Hashem, that Hashem, you're doing this, 
And over here, it was all very clear. Hashem spoke to him, right? He was a Navi. There was, he didn't have any questions. What Hashem, and, and, and he didn't have any questions that Hashem meant what he said, and Hashem is truthful, and Hashem is going to do what he said. That was not a question. That was not an issue. Hashem said, Lech Lecha, and he told me, you're going to get all the greatest things in the world. So why was it a test? What was the test? But if you look at the other test, and keeping in mind what Rabbi Yerucham is saying, it can help us understand it. What was another test? The Rambam says one of his other tests was in this week's parsha. Yishmael was growing up, Yitzchak was growing up, and Yishmael was proving to be a bad influence on Yitzchak. And not only a bad influence, perhaps even a threat. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu communicates with Sarah through Ruach HaKadosh that Yishmael has to go. And Sarah tells Avram Avinu, Yishmael has to go, he has to be thrown out. And, and it says, Avram. Avram thought it was wrong. And we have to understand, if Avram thought it was wrong, it doesn't mean he felt it was wrong. It means that Avram Avinu, who was the, the, the father of all Judaism, he knew Kala Tarakula, he lived with Kala Tarakula, that means he held it was ethically wrong, it was morally wrong, it was halachically wrong, it was against 630 meters and the Yud Gimel Ikrim. <laughs> Avram Avinu held it was wrong. He, that means it was wrong. And then Hashem tells Avram Avinu, whatever Sarah tells you, you have to listen to. That means Hashem told Avram Avinu, no, 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 you're wrong. And she's right. And Avram Avinu listened to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and threw out Yishmael, and so much so changed his whole attitude towards Yishmael. And as Rashi says, he, he abandoned his love for Yishmael and gave him just bare bones. He gave him the, a piece of bread and water and sent him on his way. So let's think a minute, what was the test there? Rambam says this is one of his tests. What was the test? The test is very clear. The test was a test of character. The test was, are you ready to accept that you're wrong? Are you ready to accept? Because Baruch Hu tells you this is right, but you think it's unethical. You think it's unfair. You think it's wrong. You think, you think it's Shulay Ketara, and Hashem is telling you to do this. And that's a test. <clears throat> We can testify that to ourselves, you know, when, when we're faced with a challenge like that and we think something is right. And, you know, it could be, when you think of Avraham Avinu, it's not just that we think something is right. It might be our lifelong work that tells us that this is the right thing to do and this is the right path to follow. And then all of a sudden someone comes and tells us that all of that you've worked through throughout your whole life, everything that you think is right, everything that's based on your lifelong experience of what's right and what's correct and what's just and what's fair... It's wrong. Step away. Would we be able to do that? Even if the person who told us was greater than us. Even if the person who told us wasn't just greater than us, but greater than us on many levels of magnitude. The Gadol Hadar. Can we just accept that what he says is right? I don't think it would be so easy. I think it would be very hard. Even if someone shows us in a safer of earlier generations that we're wrong. Wouldn't be so easy for us to abandon that, to abandon that and, and just accept that we're wrong. When Avram Avinu was commanded to leave, Lach Lecha, he wasn't leaving a vacuum. Avram Avinu had 75 years of his life that he was building up up till that point, and we talked about this last week. He had a yeshiva, he had a following, he had a place. And Hashem told him, go, he said, Hashem told him, this is not where you're going to reach your potential, you have to leave it all behind, and you have to leave. And realize, Avram Avinu, he had goals, he, he had plans. This was Avram Avinu, right? He had a life. He had, a, he had a, definitely a, an aspiration. Where he was was a big part of what he was doing. 
And Akash Baruch Hu told him to leave it all behind, which means he said he was telling him, leave your lifelong work what, that you think is how you're going to be Matzliach, that you think is where you're going to perfect yourself, and that it's not that's not it. It's not going to happen here. You need to go. And Avraham Avinu left it all behind. And he accepted what Hashem told him without question. This is what's good for me. This is what's right for me. This is what's, what's going to make me perfect. And he was able to, to drop it all and go. And that was the real Nisayim. So when you look at it in terms of our Nisayimus, when things happen to us which are hard to accept, or when we are put in situations where it's challenging for us, it's hard for us, we get angry, we lose our patience, they are challenging situations. Both those Nisayimus are really there for the same purpose. They're there to perfect our character. We spend a lot of effort and energy in like, what does Hashem want? Why is He doing this to me? Questioning, and, and, and we need to work on that. It's faith, it's trust. But where we really need to go, we need to put a lot more energy into the next question. What about me needs to change? Clearly there's something about me that needs to change, because every test that Hashem brings to us is to perfect us. Every situation Hashem puts us into something about our character needs to change. And that requires a lot of honesty and a lot of self-willingness to admit that we're not right about something, because there's something clearly we're not right about. And Hashem wants us to reconsider and change our frame of reference, change our paradigm, think that clearly I, I need to do something differently and I need to rethink how I'm doing things. And if that is perhaps the hardest thing to do. Well, easier accept that Hashem has a good reason, and I don't know what it is, and I'll, I'll accept it blindly, rather than take the next step and say, wait, 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 maybe I do know what Hashem wants from me, and maybe I see what it is that Hashem wants me to change, and that's really very hard to do. And it's very hard to, for us to accept that what we think is, is right, what we think is ethical, what we think is good for us, what we think we should be doing with our lives, maybe needs to be adjusted that's a very hard thing to leave behind. And that was the essence of so many of the Nisjainis of Avram Avinu. Not so much questioning what Hashem wants or what that will be good for him. Hashem promised all that. Hashem told him very clearly. Lech, lech lecha. Hashem very, told him very clearly to do that. Keda. All what Hashem wanted was clear to Avram Avinu. That was never the question. It was a question of giving up what he perhaps thought was right. What he perhaps thought was the correct path. And Avram Avinu overcame all these Nisyanis with flying colors. He so perfected himself that he changed over 1,000% so that there was no vestige of what he felt earlier. Not, not emotionally, not intellectually. He totally was mavatal himself to what HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him is right, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him was correct. And that's true greatness. And it was required, as, as Rabbi Yochum explains, in many different facets of Abraham Avinu's life, and to us too, it's required in many, very many aspects of our life. And every Nisayan, great or small, is there to bring us to a new level of perfection. Have a good night and a good Shabbos.